Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I am so happy to have you with me here today. I have a great treat for you. I had the privilege of sitting down with uh, pastor and author Samuel Rodriguez and his new book, Persevere with Power, What Heaven Starts, Hell Cannot Stop. And we had just an amazing conversation about how the Holy Spirit will propel you through every season. You know, the doing the will of God is both feast and famine. And you know, when God calls us to start something, it's not always easy. And there's going to be moments of pushback. And sometimes that pushback is the very indicator that you are on the right track. I know this conversation is going to inspire you to keep going and keep pursuing the things of God despite what's going on around you. So be sure to listen in on how the Holy Spirit will continue to propel you despite anything you're facing. And make sure to listen to the end for a powerful prayer from Pastor Samuel Rodriguez. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministries sponsors. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries, who provides all of our equipment rental for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services, who provides all of our financial accounting. Life-Changing Productions, who helps put together events to reach people for Jesus. We are so thankful for you guys to help support this movement to spread more of Jesus to a hurting world. And if you are loving these podcasts, I want to invite you to sow into this to this uh, incredible ministry. I'm so thankful. You know, so far we've reached over 53 nations and countries with the good news of Jesus. And if these have blessed you, I just want to encourage you to help sew back into the show because we can't do this without you. And uh, there will be a link in the show notes that you can help sew back into the show so that we can continue to bring you revelatory teaching, inspiring interviews, and testimonies of God's goodness. Let's listen in. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, and I am so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me. He is the lead pastor to New Season in Sacramento and president of the National Hispanic Christian Leadership Conference, and he is the author of Persevere with Power, 
Pastor Samuel Rodriguez. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I have shared with our listeners so much um, about you. Is there something maybe you can share with them? Maybe something personal that I haven't already shared? I'm a I'm an evangelical Trekkie. Maybe you haven't shared that. So I, I grew up with a strong affinity for uh, Star Trek. Yeah, so grew up obsessed with tar- Star Trek and uh, still am obsessed. So I deem myself as the, the president of the Global Evangelical Trekkie Club. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> well, I, you know, I've had the privilege of looking over your new book, Persevere with Power, What Heaven Starts, Hell Cannot Stop. And I just have to say, I love that title. How did you come up with that? Yeah, no, through prayerful deliberation, looking at the life of Elijah and Elisha, primarily the life of Elijah, and seeing what took place, how Jezebel was constantly threatening him, and under threat and assault, yeah, he continued to persevere. Even, even when he had a moment of depression and anxiety, he came out of it, listened to God, adhered to the admonition call, and he persevered. Simply stated, everything that heaven starts there's absolutely not a force in hell that will be able to stop whatever heaven has started in your life. And that that's sort of the meta narrative message embedded in this book. Oh, I love that so much. You know, so many of us, when we step out in ministry, we get surprised when all of hell comes loose, you know, against us. And I just, you know, I, I think about that in my own life. And uh, one of my spiritual papas always says to me, if you don't quit, you win. That's correct. It's such a timely word for us right now in the body of Christ to just keep going with what God has called you to do. It's Galatians 6, 9. Do not grow weary in doing what is right. At the appropriate time, you will reap a harvest of blessings with the caveat if you do not give up. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. You know, I think um, the Lord takes us through seasons where we continually so, 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 so you know, and um, I loved reading through your book, your analogy of the plow. And, you know, right now God is calling a lot of people to do things that look a little bit different than how they've done in the past. And there's going to be pushback, right? There will always be pushback when you're pursuing righteousness, when you're doing the will of God. But that pushback, pushback may very well be the primary, the quintessential indicator that you're aiming towards the right direction. Hmm. And I think sometimes, and I don't know if you found this, but sometimes in the body of Christ, we have this idea that, oh, if I'm doing the will of God, everything's supposed to just magically, you know, come together and then money is falling from the heavens. And, <laughs> you know, sometimes we get that. Sometimes we get checks in our mailbox, but sometimes, you know, we really got to push through and we want to quit. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Doing the will of God is a story of both. It's, it's a Charles Dickens novel. It's the best of times and the worst of times as it pertains to there are struggles um, and then there are moments of great success. There are valleys and then there are moments of great mountaintops. Mm-hmm. So it's both and it's not either or. The, the, the maturity, our spiritual bandwidth and Wi-Fi increases exponentially when we acknowledge and we are cognizant of the fact that he is God in the midst of it all. He is God through it all. And he is God with it all. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, I think, you know, just in ministry, that's been my greatest comfort that he is, he is with me. He is with us every step of the way. 
And you're absolutely correct, whether we, whether it's feast or famine, and we forget the apostle Paul talks about that, you know, I've been shipwrecked, I've been, you know, beaten, I've been imprisoned, I've been this, that, and the other. And sometimes we're surprised when we get beaten and imprisoned, but I think it's a process, like you said, of maturity and of deepening our faith that even when we enter those hard circumstances that we still have the faith to see Jesus in the midst of it and know that we are going to ultimately overcome. That is correct. That is correct. And we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Amen to that. Amen. I know. I loved what you, I, I wrote this down. It says, come with me to learn how in Christ, by Christ, through Christ and for Christ, you can overcome, you can persevere with power. And, you know, I really, I feel like that's key to it knowing who we are in Christ um, and what Christ has done for us and uh, what he's doing through us, you know, to keep us on that track of plowing into the life that he's created for us. You know, when, when you know who you are in Christ, you are never held back by where you are in life. Mm. Your, your identity in Christ truly brings it into your captivity in life. Mm-hmm. It's all about, it's all about identity about knowing who you are in him and who he is in you. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, John 15, 7. He said, ask what you please and it will be done unto you. It's about you living in him, he living in you. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's the beauty of our Christian walk. We grow in him as he grows in us, with us, and through us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that so much. It's, uh, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And I think when we can step out of the way and just allow him to live through us there's such power in that indeed it's a daily the word ritual wouldn't be applicable it's a daily mandate a daily discipline it mm-hmm. requires great intentionality for you to get up every single morning and not just live out galatians 2 20 the verse you just referenced but to really just walk it out in your actions words deeds and thoughts in your interactions in your expressions in the way you treat others and the way you treat yourself Every single day. And it's not this, you know, mon- this unbelievable task that's unbearable and undoable. It's completely doable, completely accessible. And it's done with grace and with mm-hmm. great joy and peace. Amen. I love that so much. You know, I was uh, going through a season of stretching and growing and doing new things as the Lord always calls us to do, right? And uh, he said to me, the demand is not on you. It's on Christ within you. And oh, that just set me free. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, agreed on that. Agreed on that. We, we, we do have to get over ourselves. We, we live in a very narcissistic, self-absorbed, mirror-obsessed world where it's all, it, you know, it's, it is the embodiment of the selfie component. It's life right now is more about a selfie and less about a portrait that is mm-hmm. externally looking outward. And if we flip the script, what we do with our iPhones, if we can flip the camera setting, instead about aim, aiming towards us, aiming towards what's outside of us, we're going to have a more, a broader look at the world, the universe, God, and understand it's about him. It's about his will, his purpose, his way, and his assignment for us on this side of eternity. I love that. You know, I, I think about, you know, we're all, we're transformed by beholding Jesus, you know, and that's why I, I preach Jesus. I talk about Jesus. He's at the center of everything I do and teach and say and look to every moment of every day. But I think, you know, we, we sometimes forget that we're, 
we're transformed in beholding him and not in beholding our own titles and performances and, and whatever you want to call it. I discovered throughout the course of this journey, and, and I reference it uh, in, the, in the narrative and the threading of the book together, when your integrity is much more important than your influence, nothing stops. When, when you are driven by anointing rather than ambition, nothing can stop you. Amen. Amen. I think so many people out there are, are driven by something other than his voice, something other than his words, something other than what he wants. It's about him. It truly is about him. Absolutely. There's, there's a king in the kingdom, and I think sometimes people forget that. There is an old Jewish poem that was referenced in Gamaliel's discussion in Acts chapter 17, uh, which is still applicable today. Uh, he said, in him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. Mm -hmm. If we live that out every single day, we win. Amen. I 100% I agree with you on that. I think that's the only way to live the Christian life. But I just want to point out something else to that. There's such pleasure in that. There's such ease in that. There's such joy in that. There's such worship in that, you know, and it turns, you know, what would be an exhausting or whatever time or task into something beautiful when we just shift our focus just a little bit. There mm -hmm. is peace. There is a peace where nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. It is the peace that Jesus references. It is the peace that the apostle Paul writes about. It is the mm -hmm. peace that passeth all understanding. It is the peace that he gave us, uh, that Christ gave us. And he said that that peace, that peace, the one the world's going to have a great difficult time in understanding. Mm -hmm. My peace I give unto you. It's that wonderful, that, un, that, that un, un, unmoving, unshakable peace that is there every single day, in every single circumstance, in every single moment without exception. Mm -hmm. You know, and that, and that peace comes from knowing he's with us. He's with us, his presence, 100%. And I, I loved in your book, you talked about um, a spiritual momentum um, that keeps us moving forward. You know, we're in a difficult circumstance right now, you know, with COVID and things going on in the world. Can you talk about that spiritual momentum? Because I think that would really help some people. Yeah. In the book, I, I break down Elijah's trajectory and then subsequently Elisha's. I talk about how there is a, there is a level of spiritual momentum. The mantle, that cloak that they would wear, that prophetic cloak was a physical vestige, an indicative marking of their calling and their God-ordained assignment. But it also spoke about how with that mantle on, Elijah went through the drought, the fire, and the rain. And he didn't miss a beat. There was momentum. He was driven. He was driven. We are all driven. We're either driven by drama or driven by destiny. Mm. We're either driven by our past or driven by the future. Uh, we're either driven by religious condemnation or relational vindication, which is through a relationship with Jesus Christ, of course. So we're all driven people. But when, when we are driven by the spirit of the living God, uh, nothing can stop us. And I speak about how that momentum captures us. Even in the drought, I explain the drought, what that looks like in life. Talk about the fire season, how many people want to go from drought to rain and bypass the fire. When the chronological order of 1 Kings chapter 17 and 18, they speak to drought, fire, and rain. And the fire season in our lives, we know what drought means. It's a season where nothing is growing and we have to hold on for dear life. Fire season is the interesting season because it's the season where God sanctifies us, where God removes stuff, ideas, constructs, habits, inhibitions, 
generational realities, limitations, lids from things inside of us. And even on occasion, he actually will remove people from around us Mm -hmm. that would impede the fulfillment of his God-ordained destiny. The fire season is uncomfortable. It's difficult. It's tough. The fire season doesn't make you dance. The fire season makes you get on your knees in repentance. But once you go through the fire, don't forget, it's, it's, it's Matthew 3. John the Baptist is saying, he who comes after me, whose sandals I'm not worthy of tying, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. That fire season, that Holy Spirit baptism and with fire season, once we, once we experience that, the next thing is abundant rain. And, and many of your listeners can appreciate the fact that if they've been through the drought and been through the fire, they should be smiling right about now because the next thing coming their way is nothing less than God's abundant rain. Amen. And, and nothing can stop God from pouring out his rain. Absolutely nothing. Amen. And I feel like prophetically, we've been through a season of fire and, you know, I've spoken about this before. I believe there's a wave of mercy coming. Um, a move of God that's just going to be so much greater than anything we've ever seen or experienced. It's a it's a whole body thing. It's not a one denomination thing. Hear the sound of abundant rain. I do. I really do. I, I concur. I believe that that's right about the corner. The next thing to fill the earth will not be COVID 20, 21, 22, or 23. Amen. It will be the it will be the glory of the risen Christ. We're Amen. about to see some great things, indeed. I'm so excited. I really am. I'm so excited. When COVID first happened, I had a conversation with, you know, a well-known spiritual papa and uh, he was really excited because when devastating things have happened, that's when he's seen the greatest revival and it shifted my whole perspective and I got excited. Well, it, it, even in the most recent pandemic, if you go back to if you look at that immediately thereafter, this is at the, at the tail end of World War I. The world was in calamities. People were dying with the Spanish flu. Right. It was pretty, it, it was a crazy season. I put, put right. it in perspective. We were yes. fighting in a world war. The war was literally, the world was literally fighting. And in the midst of a, of a world war, the first world war, we have this amazing pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. So right after that, Certain things happen. For example, mm-hmm. personalities emerge. A guy named Billy Sunday, mm-hmm. a, a, a woman named Amy Sempy McPherson. Yep. <laughs> um, and and, and B- Billy Sunday is the predecessor to a Billy Graham. Amy Sempy McPherson is one of the leaders of the charismatic, spirit empowered movement, Pentecostal movement. Mm-hmm. So you should put that in perspective. So right after this great calamity, we have some modern day Elijah and Elijah's rise up or Deborah, in whatever context you want to apply it. So right. I do believe we're about to see the same thing. I know. I'm I'm very familiar with Amy Simple McPherson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm so excited about that. I, I think your book is very timely. And I think it's gonna encourage a lot of people. And you know, it's absolutely wonderful to to have you here with me. Is there anything burning on your heart that you want to say directly to our listeners that are maybe struggling yeah. right now? Yeah, absolutely. It's the reality is that Elijah and Elisha emerged in a time and culture, politically, socially, morally, of great decadence, apathy, lukewarmness. It looked like, you know, hell released the Krakens and all of Israel was going down the proverbial slippery slope. 
Ahab was one of the worst kings ever. And I mean, one of the worst kings ever. According to 1 Kings 16, he did more wrong than all his predecessors combined. So this man was evil. He was wicked in his own right. And then he married a woman who was even more wicked. And Jezebel. And the spirit of Ahab, the spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of Ahab is the spirit that wants to rebuild Jerusalem. That's what he did, 1 Kings 16. Um, rebuilding Jerusalem, rebuilding something God already knocked down generations before. That's what I want your audience to hear. Uh, let's let's not permit in any way, form, or shape the rebuilding of, of Jericho. Let's not permit the enemy to convince us that he is reconstructing what God already brought down. What God defeated in your life uh, mm. will not be rebuilt. In the matter of fact, your children will walk upon the ruins of what you bring down in your generation. Amen. And and I want your audience to hear that because that's just a word for your audience right now. That your children will walk walk upon the ruins of what you bring down by faith through Christ, what you permit the Lord to bring down in you, with you, and through you in your generation. Mm, I love that. Absolutely love that. Because what we're all doing uh, in our lives right now is laying a foundation for the next generation. Absolutely. Greater things are yet to come. Amen. I love that. Well, I want to give you the opportunity, if you'd so like to, to pray for our audience. Would you like to pray for them? Heavenly Father, thank you for this amazing audience. Thank you for every single person right now listening to this podcast, not by coincidence, but rather by divine appointment. Lord, we believe that the best is yet to come. We still believe. We're convinced and convicted. It's not hype. We truly believe the most powerful spirit on the planet is not Ahab, Jezebel, or Baal. The most powerful spirit alive today is still the Holy Spirit of Almighty God. God, we live in that spirit. We live with that spirit. We live because of that spirit. Romans 8, 11, the same identical spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of us. Therefore, we believe that if with that spirit, Jesus came out of the tomb, we can come out of everything. And we're coming out of this season and we're not gonna fail. We're not just gonna merely survive. For the glory of the risen Christ, because we persevere with power, we're going to do nothing less than thrive in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. This has been such a fun conversation. And I know your book is going to encourage so many people. If you want to get a copy of uh, his new book, Persevere with Power, you can go to pastorsam.com slash persevere with power. And of course, to connect with him on social media, you can follow him on Instagram at Pastor Samuel Rodriguez, Facebook at Pastor Samuel Rodriguez Jr., and Twitter at NHCLC. Pastor Rodriguez, thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you. This has been a fun conversation. Thank you for having me. May the Lord continue to enlarge your territory and bless you indeed. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's one 815 
7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.